Listen up, turkeys. It's me, your host and DM, Seth. Are you thankful for something? Well, you know what I'm thankful for? Our partnership with Kraken Dice. All November long, we will be rolling out the 15% off discounts. That's right, 15% off anything at the KrakenDice.com marketplace. Now, how do you do that, you ask? Well, if you're an extra special little cranberry, use the code D20SyndicateThanksgiving at checkout, and then you'll get 15% off of whatever you buy. You want to buy dice? You want to buy merch? 15% off. That's a reason to be thankful. All November long, D20SyndicateThanksgiving is your code for KrakenDice.com. Previously on Into the Undervoid, this lizard dude, Kavros, shot a giant laser beam through the ship we were on and almost killed our asses, but then he turned out to be kind of nice and he had a big boat full of library books and shit, Uh, so he seemed kind of uh, forgiving, well not forgiving, we're forgiving of him almost killing us, but he's willing to take us to the city beneath the waves, so we've just been kind of hanging out and looking at books and shit. The D20 Syndicate presents Into the Yonder Void. Welcome back to the D20 Syndicate Podcast. Come on, Barbie. Let's go party. Ah, 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 yeah. A weekly Dungeons and Dragons 5e actual play podcast. I am your host and DM, Seth, and around the table we have our players. I'm Billy and I play Campsite Ken. I'm Tomas and I play Brokeback Ken. (laughs) (laughs) I have my Uh, mouth full of coffee. The Heath Ledger Brokeback Ken. (laughs) <laughs> Not the Jake I think that's one. the one time that the mic is going to catch my laugh. <laughs> <laughs> because Barbie, Barbie humor gets me every time. <laughs> I uh, found Mika's weak spot. <laughs> <laughs> you did. I can't think of a creative Barbie I'd be. We're Ken's. I'm not a Ken. <laughs> that's the theme. I have to be a Ken too. I don't want to be Ken. I'm you can obviously be a Ken a if skipper. you want to be. This is America. You can do you whatever can, the fuck can you want. You can be whatever you want. I'm Lindsay and I'm indecisive, Ken. God, I would be Skipper's broke-ass buddy, Midge. <laughs> anyway. Is um, Skipper no. the little sister? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. The flat-chested one. Yeah. Whoa. So, yep, that, that, that'd be me. Shots I am fired. Skipper. That's, <laughs> that's what I knew her as, the short, flat-chested one when I was a kid. I was like, they're the same, but she's short. Right. <laughs> yeah, and not as true. curvy. Yeah. Jesus. I don't anyway. know. Anyway. <laughs> the poorly endowed. I'm Skipper, the poorly endowed. She's like, yeah. It's her by name. <laughs> Sir Charles, the the mediocre. Anyway, and I'm Michaela, and I play Can. That's right. Each week we record for your listening pleasure. This is episode sixty-seven. Ooh. Seven, 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 seven essence. <laughs> Wake me up, seven dust. Yeah, seven Mary three. But with the six in oh, front of it, seven Mary six. Yeah. 
If you're five five five, then I'm seven seven sixty seven. God, that sucks. You just turned it into a fucking monster six, truck rally. But what a dumb dumb spoof. I missed it. I do really like six times seven. You know why? I don't know. Forty-two. I've always enjoyed that. Is that forty-two? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's forty-two. Yeah, that's. Funny. It doesn't like it doesn't see forty-two. Just seems like a random number. That's the number. first multiplication number pairing where I'm like, wait a second, is that? Those shapes don't go together. <laughs> yeah. Also, I, forty-two. Yeah. It's weird that that's your favorite one because forty-two is the answer to, answer the, to the universe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The question. Well, yeah. I've always liked that one. Oh, um. I just like, I think I really liked learning the multiplication fact families and division. And then once we went beyond that, like that was my peak. I was loving math. And then they were like, oh yeah, let's do like algebra. And I was like, here's oh, a letter. Wait, no. wait, wait, a letter. <laughs> no, no. I, I would have really I liked barely them know those. <laughs> if I wasn't wait. a fucking idiot. <laughs> I like, I love letters and reading by itself, love math and math by itself, but they're not meant to be together. They're not. Get that Fuck letter that. out of there. And they're like, you're going to use it in life. Am I? Am solve I? For X. <laughs> am I solving for X? <laughs> solve for X. <laughs> <laughs> now it's time for tonight's Around the Campfire question. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> That's not right. Billy, please edit out most of that <laughs> leading up to this. Yeah. Fair. Definitely edit out all of our good ideas. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta copyright them. Holy fuck. For tonight's Around the Campfire question, I want to know, what is your idea of a good evening out? So tell me what you think a good evening out is, whether it's something you've done, something you want to do, um, and uh, yeah, let us let us all know. So... Um, I'm going to start with Gil. You have to have at least four drinks for it to be an efficient evening. And you have to find a place where dancing is allowed. And you have to not eat that much unless it's dirt. Um, but you have to make sure that no matter what you do, uh, just always ramp up the the danger each time. Like you go to a ne- another place, maybe there's knife throwing. You go to the next place, maybe it's a uh, uh, crossbow roulette, and then you go to another place, and maybe it's like punch the polar bear and shit. But whatever you do, you have to keep drinking at each place. So by the time it's over, you don't remember how you got to your final destination, and then you wake up. All right. So, general miscellaneous mischief. Mm-hmm. Miscellaneous. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Fired. Fired. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, all right. Thank you, Gil and Nezra. Tell me about your uh, what you believe is a good evening out. Some of my favorite memories are when we would gather around and have a bonfire and do a drum circle and just drink uh, fruit juice all night and watch the stars. <laughs> Is that in your uh, home home turf, your home hometown? Yeah, in our home village with Veltac. <laughs> just throwing a bag V8 splash. <laughs> <laughs> Getting lit. Getting the snare. Yep. <laughs> yeah. That's my shit. <laughs> Nez, Nez's clown from Slipknot. 
<laughs> smacking a keg. Yeah. He's, he's got the beer helmet, but it's full of V8. <laughs> Tropical V8. All right. Fee. Well, okay. Um, I guess my version of a good night would be sort of a series of things. I mean, starting with some some like good reading, maybe talking about a really good book. If someone else happened to read that book, that's always fun. Um, and then moving on, maybe just, uh, you know, fucking around with some different like potions, seeing what we can make. I don't know. That's always pretty fun, too. Um, and then uh, usually I accidentally make uh, some kind of alcohol. So then drinking subsequent alcohol and seeing if it's good. So you want like a wine book club with a little bit of a potion party? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. That sounds rad. Yeah. And can. My ideal night would probably be as follows. <laughs> I roll up and pick up Peach. Then we head down to the docks and we get some snacks. And then we go to the tavern. I drink... Peach plays darts. <laughs> Once Peach. Shut up. I'm picturing you in a biker gang. You said roll up and I don't know what you're rolling up in. And I only hope it's a motorcycle. It's a hover limo. She said roll up to pick up Peach. I just started playing the pink get this party started video in my head. But it's can and Peach. Peach plays darts. Go ahead. I'm sorry. This is so good. I'm sorry. Once I'm pretty deep in my cups and Peach has won some coin, then we head back to the docks and get some more snacks. And then we head to the beach and then we dance a little bit and we sing songs of the fish. <laughs> <laughs> then I fall asleep, wake up the next day. Everything's great. <laughs> Excellent. Peach doesn't drink anymore. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? Dart accident. <laughs> uh, is, is Peach pretty good at darts? Yeah, Peach is really good at darts. Okay, I'll make a note of that. <laughs> okay, well, thank you, Can. You're welcome. All right, shall we get started? Okay. Maybe... When yes. we last left off, you guys were in the library um, aboard the library ship, um, and you guys were uh, interacting. Welcome to the library ship. <laughs> uh, you guys were interacting with uh, Thornley, uh, who was, you know, leading you guys in different directions. Gil, you were directed to the smuts section. <laughs> uh, Fee, you were, you know, I, I had run the different... past him just straight for the bottom shelves. Yeah, you were you were looking all around. Mm -hmm. You, Nezred, were directed in several different directions based on your uh, specifications. You at, you had asked um, where there were some history books, especially on Argaria and the Echo Province. Uh, then you were asking for you got your hand pricked, and uh, because you wanted to look at a spell book. And then you were directed toward the uh, the cookbook section, the recipe section, which had a big cauldron with a uh, sign that was donated, apparently, by the owner of the restaurant, who was uh, Kavros's brother. Can you double major in Warlock? Because what if he just made a pact? 
what? double major what? <laughs> like double warlock now he's a warlock to the librarian too oh and they're gonna have to fist the cuffs i know what you mean yeah technically nezra hasn't made a pact yet like mechanically so really? if he did encounter some other oh. being maybe he could make a pact to them so I guess you get to decide if it's librarian or your other buddy. Decide now. <laughs> decide. <laughs> it's in <No>. your hands. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So yes, you were directed towards the uh, recipe section, Nez. Excellent. Are you going to uh, head up there? Yes, please. We'll do the yep. recipes first. Uh, I'm looking for anything uh, that would be like a uh, an artisanal potato soup. Okay, uh, go ahead and uh, give me an investigation check, please. And then um, while you're doing that, Gil, uh, I want a, uh, I want a, a mischief check. <laughs> As a seventeen. Okay. And what did you get, Nez? Uh, I'm gonna use my D10. Okay. Uh, Thirteen. Thirteen. Okay. And uh, Fee, are you looking for anything in particular, or are you just trying to find something interesting? Initially, she was excited, but then realizing there was a fucking librarian there, <laughs> she might kind of saunter on over and be like, do you have any, like, books on uh, creating ways of communication or, like, communication spells? Okay, we'll get to that in just one second. So, uh, Nezra, with your 13, I'm going to need a high or a low, my friend. Hi. All right. You are able to find... Two different books uh, containing different recipes that involve potatoes. One is Potatoes Through the Ages, a culinary journey through the different mediums. And the other is Potatoes, Potatoes, Potatoes. <laughs> what are you laughing about? Potato recall. my medium. <laughs> uh, the other is Potatoes, Potatoes, Potatoes by Potato McGuffins. <laughs> Excellent. Bud to <laughs> potatoes. You'll love it. <laughs> uh, potatoes, Potatoes, Potatoes by Potatoes McGuffin is a recipe book, but also seems to be a bit of a poetry book. Uh, <laughs> a potato uh, tree? There's a, there's a lot of passion in that, in that, um, in that book. Um, and uh, Gildebrand, uh, with your 17, as you're kind of like, Looking through the different stuff, uh, you see a variety of titles, which are inappropriate to even mention on the podcast. Uh, <laughs> you see a variety of titles of varying, uh, you know, description. Uh, but as you're kind of moving around in there, Where's you the see... Where's the troll stuff? <laughs> <laughs> as, you're, as you're looking around, you see a book that just doesn't seem to fit with the rest of them. It's a very thick volume. The rest of these are pretty pretty short uh, it's a very thick volume and it just has an x on the on the cover the binding oh hell yeah <laughs> x marks the spot West. baby <laughs> that's where you always find the booty <laughs> i will uh, are you gleefully gonna... pull that from the shelf uh you get it about halfway out and you hear a oh and then in the floor, you watch as this like circular trap door like recedes. Oh, I found the members only chamber. <laughs> <laughs> with only members. Without telling anyone, 
I'm going to go in and then I'm going to close it above me. God damn. Okay. <laughs> Fee. You had asked if there was any like communication magic or anything like that spells. Um, the uh, Thornley looks at you. Well, you'll. We have some spell books um, of a variety of mediums, but uh, I don't know if uh, mm, you're going to have to uh, give me your palm. Um, okay. Why? And do you hand your <laughs> palm out? I'm, I'm like slowly doing it and saying like, why? And he quickly jabs it with like this little needle. Ow! What? <laughs> <laughs> that is insurance to make sure that you're not mucking about with uh, spells too uh, too high above your level. So, um, so what do you do with the blood? I look at it. <laughs> well, what do you do when you're done with it? When I nothing return the used, book? nothing weird or anything. Quit <laughs> kink shaming. <laughs> it's used to ensure that you aren't. Mm, grabbing at things that you're not supposed to be. Higher level books and whatnot. This will allow you to look at one, one book with a lower tier to it. The spell book section is over there. It's quite small, but see if you can browse the titles and find anything within your mm, personal allocation. Okay. Um, uh, after... After that, uh, uh, where would be like stuff on like uh, say Feywild stuff like that? Top floor. There's a an extensive section up there. Okay. Okay. Top floor. All right. Thank you. And then he turns to you, Can. <laughs> what are you currently doing? I'm unstrapping that giant book from my chest. Okay. And what can I help you with? Oh, I know that I said that I'm just kind of around. You're for the ride, but can you help me translate this? He looks at it. Oh, p- put it up here. How tall is the table? Taller than you. I push it up there. <laughs> okay, slide it up and over. This appears to be a... Uh, how, how can you speak to me if you can't read this? Are you illiterate? No, I can read. But you can't read common Echo Province script. What? Hold on, help me up. <laughs> he puts a hand down and pulls you up onto the <laughs> onto the <laughs> the counter. Okay, I'm perched on the table, mm-hmm. looking at the book. It still doesn't make any sense to you. You guys know that you still have a little bit left of that those spores that you guys consumed that translate everything. But that doesn't allow you to read. It just allows you to speak and understand. That doesn't look like... I, that doesn't look like... What? Remember you guys had the translating spores that yeah. Loon gave you? Loon? But we, we speak common. Yeah, but you don't speak Echo Province common. Oh. Now, Right now you do. Uh oh. <laughs> Are we not going to be able to communicate soon? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. We we consume some spores that allow us to talk this language, but guess what? We don't normally. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. 
If you need more of the uh, spore translation, I'm sure there's a book here that can can brew yeah, the recipe to brew some of that up as long as you, if you have the spores. But that doesn't help with with reading. All right, all right, let's see here. And he flips it open. This appears to be just a general book about the wildlife and and uh, flora of uh, the Echo Province, specifically in the northeastern section. Anything cool? Um, hmm. Uh, why, why do you ask? Because I like plants. Well, um... What else does it say? They acted like it was supposed to be useful. Well, it definitely is quite extensive into the different... And he's, like, flipping through the pages. Dif- different, uh... Different... He, lo- he, like, looks at one of the pages. I'm sorry. Where did you get this book? From a couple of new friends. But where? Insight. Okay. Is he going to try to take my book? Yeah. <laughs> Get me fight him. <laughs> fight this librarian. And steal our blood back, Can <laughs> Suck it, nerd. It's all on you. <laughs> <laughs> Just John Wick him with the book. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Seven. any of us, if you can. Uh, you can, uh, you can perceive what his actions however you want to perceive them. If he seems suspicious, you can go down that line of, uh, of thought. I'm a, I'm a little bit suspicious. Yeah. Okay. I got it from some friends in the spore village of Anoka. What's it to you? I'm just wondering because as I, I've noticed as I was flipping through here that every uh, ten pages or so, there's a you see this symbol and he flips the book around and you can see like this little like black mark, almost looks like a smudge. This is typically used as some sort of, and he snaps the book close, a druidic marker, but it's not in druidic. That's the strange thing. This is in the gnomish tongue. Oh, what does that mean? It's a... It's gnomish. A, what? What does that mean in gnomish? Well, it's more of a marker of... It's... The, the word for it is vil, but it is... It, it just sort of translates as, like, part of a word. It's not really a word on its own. Um, perhaps it's a nickname of some variety, maybe something, but typically when you see something like that, it means that there's a, a greater message to the book itself. Is the rest of the message in the book? It could possibly be. And if you'll recall, you when you were in the astral plane, you did see different script that was inside of this book. Oh, shit. Well, how do I read all of this? Well, um, short of learning the, the glyphs and symbols for the language of the Echo Province, which is time-consuming, um, I suppose you could get some sort of translation spell or or something like that that would allow you to read it. Otherwise, you could pay someone to that spoke both whatever your original language you can read in is and, and uh, Echo Province, you could possibly pay someone to translate the whole book. So how do I go about the spell route? <laughs> <laughs> well, um, it's... It's... I'm not sure if there's a spell book here that would allow it. Perhaps there's a scroll of some kind that you could maybe find. I don't believe we 
have a translation spellbook on hand here in the library. Um, uh, I could call Lizard. Lizard speaks multiple languages and usually has a quite a variety of spells available. Who's Lizard? Oh, Lizard's sort of my helper here on the in the library. Get him down here. And uh, he nods and he picks up a bell and he starts ringing it. Lizard! Lizard! <laughs> Jesus. The fuck was that? Gil. <laughs> you climb down into this uh, hole and then you shove it back up and you see, you. well, before you see anything, you hear music. You hear like some soft music playing, kind of upbeat. Um, it definitely seems like a, uh, yeah, like, so, yeah, it's got a, a nice jaunty vibe to it. And then you can hear laughter and some, like, loud voices. You have spent enough time around a good time that you know a good time when you hear one. And there's a good time being had, and you're not there right now. Well, this is clearly a mistake, because I did not <laughs> get an invite to this. So you're in a darkened hallway, but... If you were to follow the uh, sounds, it starts to uh, lighten up, and you have dark vision, so you're not too uh, too worried about the the darkness. There's no, it's not lit at all down here, but it starts to lighten up as it's you get lit down further this in there. <laughs> What's now, that? It's lit further in there, and I'm gonna find it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, as you move down this hallway, you can hear it getting louder and louder, and eventually you arrive at a door. Sort of. It's like a it's like a door shaped uh, slash in the wall. There's no handle or anything like that. I'm gonna I'm gonna pound on it four times like violently, and I'm gonna be like, "Open up! This is a trading company." <laughs> Everything goes quiet, but the door does not open. Then I start scratching on it. <laughs> Open up, it's the trading company. With claws. I'm here to audit you. <laughs> After a moment, you hear a... Hello? Through the wall. Hello? <laughs> who is there? Um, who, who, who are you? I'm the answer to your dreams. <laughs> but you must what? open the door. <laughs> huh? I hear tell there was party and I'm here to join it. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, um, uh, what's, what's the the password? Mm. Mail-in. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Melon? Nope, sorry, that's not the password. The password is password. High or low? Low. (laughs) I rolled a natural one. The door pops open. (laughs) (laughs) And as you look inside, you see there's this like uh, skinny human guy uh, looking nervously at you, Gil. And there's just a bunch of like warm lights bathing the area. And you appear to be at some sort of mezzanine because as you can kind of look down, uh, below, you see a ton of gaming tables. You see a bunch of people just having a good time, uh, drinking, smoking, 
uh, just partying it up and doing a ton of gambling. Whoa, baby. Drinking, uh, smoking, you, snorting, puffing. <laughs> can I, uh, can I, can I know your name? Holy shit, this place goes even more down? Man. Yeah, yeah it's pretty big. This isn't even, like, the, the bottom level. Uh, this isn't even my final form. <laughs> Excellent. Well, my guy, my name is Gildebrand Molani. I'm an Brand. esteemed guest of Kavros. Oh, uh, Captain Kavros. Okay, okay well, uh, well, come on r- right through. Uh, if you need anything, I'm Nihot, and uh, yeah, I'll, uh, I can, you know, you take your code, or, uh, you know, if you have any valuables you'd like to, to uh, stow, we don't allow any weapons for obvious reasons, so if you have any of those, you have to relinquish them here, but you'll get them back when you leave. Fuck yeah, I can't believe I fooled him. Wait, you're still here. Um, <laughs> hey, can you answer the quiet part out loud? <laughs> can you answer me a question, guy? Uh, uh, yeah, sure. Do you think this shirt goes with this hat, <laughs> or should Which, I switch it up? Are you still wearing the red shirt? I'm right wearing now? the red shirt and the purple hat. Do you think um, I should switch this- it up? I just found this other this other shirt that's pretty cool, but you know, well, if I mean, if you're trying to impress. I mean, if I can speak candidly, uh, that shirt is a little more plain. If you have a cooler shirt, it might, you know, pop a little more. How dare you say that about my favorite <laughs> shirt? <laughs> you asked, man. You asked. This was home knit by my Aunt Yuna. Well, it definitely looks like it, which is nice and wholesome, but for this variety of people, you may want to jazz it up a little bit. Oh, shit, really? Are these some uh, movers and shakers? Could be. <laughs> Insight. I'm not check? allowed to discuss. <laughs> I'm not allowed to discuss the who, who's down here. So if somebody comes asking about me, you can't say shit about it. Sure. Sick. All right. Okay, hold this shirt, <laughs> and I take off my <laughs> red shirt <laughs> and hand it to him. He just holds it. And start putting on the, the gilded cream shirt. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a much better shirt with that hat. You look really impressive now. Hell yes. I thought that the red would clash with the purple. Yeah, a bit. It clashes a little bit. Now, I need to know a couple of things since I'm going down there. Sure, are, he starts folding your shirt up very nicely. Are there any uh, bugaboos? Are there any no-can-do's down here? Like, can well, I... Go on. Try not to fight anybody. That's kind of the number one rule. Things can get kind of heated, but uh, no no magic, uh, no, no physical confrontations of any variety. Um, yeah, uh, have a good time. Don't destroy any of the, the property. That's a quick way to get ejected from the ship. What is the stance on illicit substances? Um, uh, uh, encouraged. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Can you put that shirt in my bag? And I turn around. Revealing Uh, my bag. (laughs) He puts it in your bag. Now, uh, weapons, please. Yeah, yeah, weapons and weapons. I'm definitely going to try and uh, keep a dagger. Uh, Okay. I will need a sleight of hand. Never mind, I don't have a dagger. Hmm. <laughs> oh, but I have a cane. <laughs> um, okay. Is this like an actual weapon, or is this like just a? That's what his sword cane? is. 
Yeah, my my cane sword. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Uh, here are some arrows. Here is a <laughs> longbow. Uh, this crazy spear you can have for a little bit, <laughs> but don't look at it too long. Um, um okay. Uh, I'm I'm surgically lethal with this lyre as well, so you might need to take that. Just kidding. I might play some music down there, uh, and that's um, it. Okay, and he like takes the armful of stuff, uh, and here you go. And he blinks, and a ticket appears right in your hand, and uh, oh shit, baby, it says seventy one. So Ooh. just bring that back, and I'll make sure that uh, you get all of your stuff back. Excellent, thank you. What was her name again? Nihot. Nihot. Yep. Nice. All right. Well, off I go. Have fun. <laughs> Excellent. And then I walk he, away with my rapier. He gets down there and it's Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> I'm going um, right, right for the ball pit. <laughs> Ski ball. <laughs> Nezra, which uh, section did you say you were going to? Uh, I was in the cookbook section. So you're heading that way? Okay, yeah. You get to, oh, you got in there. You got the, sorry, yeah. You uh, found those books. <laughs> would you, uh, what else would you like to do while you're in this library? I'm going to take my potato soup cookbooks mm-hmm. uh, well I'm actually I'm gonna I'm gonna take potatoes 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 okay <laughs> and I'm gonna leave potatoes through the ages mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm gonna have that in the crook of one arm and I'm gonna head off to the history section and are you yes. looking for anything in particular uh yes I would like to look do we know can I tell if it's uh, split up by region? Um, Is- yeah, you can see that there are certain regions uh, in that history section, especially if you're going to like the geographical history section uh, and cultural section. It's definitely split up. Okay. Is there uh, a Mirenlug? There is a, an uh, there is an Argaria section, and it's actually pretty small. The a uh, Big majority of it is the different areas of the Echo Province, uh, but the Argaria section is like about half of a shelf, so there's maybe like 13 books in there. Um, you okay. could browse and give me an investigation check to see if you can find anything that would relate to Mir and Luke. Um, well, if, if I don't see anything like offhand, mm-hmm. I'll kind of resign to checking out the Echo Province stuff, okay. and I'm going to see if I can find anything on Shield Seeker. Okay. Um, Pirate Alley. Okay. And uh, the uh, city beneath the waves. Okay. Um, So I'll have you do an investigation check. However, depending on how long you want to spend looking, like if you actually want to like look through the books and stuff like that, the DC is going to be a lot lower, uh, but it will just take more time. Okay. I'm, I'm cool with that. Doesn't seem like we're in any big hurry. Okay. All right. So go and ahead and give me Nez an in- is full on <laughs> like into this. It is All right, a, cool. It is a good thing you guys are here. <laughs> uh, uh oh, so yeah, man. go ahead and give me an investigation check, please. All right. It's not very good. It's ten. That's that's all right. It's a pretty low DC if you're spending some time. Sweet. Um okay. Excellent. Uh Fee, you headed to which section? Um, spells first, just because, yeah, it'd be good to have something like the tooth, but that could communicate back 
if we could somehow find a way to do that. So as you walk into this back kind of darkened section, you notice there's like a almost like a portcullis uh, that it separates this section from the rest. And the minute you walk through, it's like you're walking through spider webs. You feel like this electric tingling energy, kind of not painful, uh, just a little like like static electricity in a sense. Um, as you walk through, and you can feel like this magical energy just kind of like playing at you, you know, almost as if it's like an examination. And you hear a voice in your head that says, Access granted. And then suddenly, three books fly up in the air in front of you before you can even take another step. What are you looking for here? Um, I'd I'd like some kind of spell that has communication back and forth kind of thing, if that is a thing. One moment. And you watch as the, like, spells, like, the, uh, or the books start, like, adjusting and things like that. And one book flies up. And hold on, I gotta pull up what this book is real fast. Okay. Uh, so yeah, this, this spell book appears floating in front of you. And you see on the cover it says, spell book. And underneath it says, message. Okay. Um, For communication purposes, this, based on the allowable access, is the only communication-based spell that we currently have available to you. Hmm. Would you like the spell book for the spell message? Um, absolutely I would. That'd be great. Excellent. And then there's like a a blinding flash and this yeah. book slowly floats into your palms. And the moment that it touches your hands, you are shot backwards out of the portcullis feet. <laughs> uh, give me a deck save. 16? 16, yeah. You you were shot backwards, but you were able to like, <laughs> you know, slam your heels in the ground as you were ejected from this portcullis and you're just fine. And now you have a spell book for message. Fuck yeah. I gotta if get me a If you would like to read, you will have to spend at least an hour reading this, and then you can learn the spell message. Okay. Um, I will, but before I do that, I'll go to that Feywild section he was telling me about. All right, you're going to head to the Feywild section. Yeah, Are you looking for floor. anything in particular? Just more information about it. Um, yeah, anything she might not already know or like any signs of like people like her in the past there so we have uh okay uh give me an investigation check okay now this this is a similar situation it's impossible to know off the top what you're not gonna know (laughs) uh so if you we can lower the dc but you'll have to spend a lot longer of a time uh perusing okay I'm, i'm not gonna do too well i don't think with this uh six Six. You yeah. may want to. You may want to take some time. Then, otherwise, it'll be a largely fruitless endeavor. Question. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can she have Crumb help her search? <gasps> that it, mm-hmm. you could give yourself advantage on that if he helps. Yeah. Crumb. But, Crumb. I need you. Can you help me find some shit on the Feywild? Yeah. I'm an excellent reader. <laughs> Perfect. Me too. 
<laughs> so, yeah. Better than five. That's better than five. Nineteen. Nineteen. Okay, yeah. Um, you can... You're a pretty voracious reader, Fee. Um, and you're a pretty good skimmer. So you could spend a little bit of time and start uh, gathering some details about the Feywild, if you would like. Sure. Excellent. Can. Yeah. He rang the bell and yelled for Lizard, and just a moment later, in like a cloud of smoke, an individual appears just in front of the counter. It is a goblin. Oh. The the goblin is, uh, you know, standard goblin size, a little bit taller than you, about the same size as Thornley, where it has like a uh, kind of a kind of a slouchy stocking cap bandana style uh, sailor style you know cap on their head um, they're wearing long yellow robes that are kind of like patchwork a lot of belts uh, you notice that there's a lot of jewelry at first you think and then you realize that this goblin has sh- broken shackles around their wrists and ankles mm-hmm. um, they're, like they've got a book kind of uh you know, roped onto their side and right at this goblin's feet, you see a little turtle begin to like start walking around as if exploring. Oh, and the goblin looks up. Hey, Hey, uh, you guys called for me. Huh? You guys called for me. Yeah. I'm can. Hi, I'm lizard. Who's your friend? Oh, this is Bartholomew. He's my familiar. That's cool. Where'd you meet him? I found him in a swamp. I love swamps. <laughs> Me too. Where are you from, Can? I'm from the island of Luta. Oh, cool. Have you heard of it? No. Where are you from? Uh, I'm from a village that uh, doesn't exist anymore. Oh, that sucks. Were you like the life of the party? I was the life of the party. And then you left and it all fell apart. That's probably what happened, yeah. That does happen. I hope Luta's okay. (laughs) (laughs) What can I help you with? Oh, so I have this big book. Oh, yeah. And I, I breathed in some spores to make me talk. In whatever translation sports, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are the ones, but I can't read in that language. Oh, so you need a translation? Yeah. Oh, that's no problem at all. Uh, Thornley, um, technically, I'm off the clock. He, he says, like, kind of, <laughs> like, you know, as a like a a little bit of a uh, like, kind of lubing the gears there, and Thornley. Oh, between you and Russell, I don't know if I'm ever going to recoup my losses. Where is Russell, by the way? Who's and Russell? He's an assistant, we'll call him. But Russell! he's not very good. Russell! He, it doesn't work. Lizard at least appears when, when summoned. At least I have one significant person that can assist me. Russell, however, he like glares around as if he's hoping to find Russell, is completely incompetent. Okay, well, at this point, I'm 
like on my stomach, leaning over the edge, <laughs> trying to pull, like reaching my hands out to Lizard to help pull him up. <laughs> lizard is uh, like looks at your hands. Oh no, that's fine. And then he's standing on the counter in a puff of smoke. Where'd you learn that? Uh, spells and stuff. That's cool. Okay, so here's the book. It weighs a ton. Oh, yeah, that's perfectly fine. And and uh, he takes the book, looks at it. Oh, uh, this is a magic book. Do you want just the direct translation, or do you want the secret translation as well? Uh, both. Uh, okay, it might take some time. Well, I don't think dinner is going to be for a little while. Yeah, it's still morning. Oh. I've been in this library, so I wasn't sure. Oh, no, uh, yeah, it's still morning. But if you want, um, I can take this back to my, uh, my, I call it my lab. And it's, like, <laughs> where I have all my stuff. Uh, do you want to see it? Yes. Cool. Very much so. Do you, do you have any books that you got to check out? No, but I have a fish with me named Biscuit. Do you want to see it? Yeah. <laughs> I open up the vase. <laughs> <laughs> you, you open Oh, hey. And then you notice that he uh, he like waves his hand in the air a little bit and starts, you know, speaking under his breath. And then suddenly he's leaning down real close to Biscuit and he starts talking and you can hear it just like. And then Biscuit appears to be paying attention and you can tell that they are communicating. What are you guys talking about? He looks up. Uh, Biscuit was just telling me about all the stuff you guys have done. Um, apparently you were escaping from some really gross water. And then um, there was like a big storm, I think. And then his friends came and now you guys are here. That sounds pretty wild, though. It was wild. And Biscuit has a fantastic memory. Yeah, well, you know what they say. A fish never forgets. Yeah, that's what they do <laughs> say. Yeah. Let's go to the lab. Okay. Uh, Thornley, um, you can charge me for the uh, three minutes, 41 seconds that I was here. And Thornley like, looks <laughs> like he's about to you know, disagree. And then suddenly, poof, can you disappear? Oh, I was going to have him set me down. <laughs> <laughs> and you... Way cooler. Reappear in what appears to be like a big study. There's more books in here. Uh, there's a big alchemy table to one side. Um, there's a just a bunch of baubles and odds and ends in this area, and there's a gigantic window in here. It's like 15 feet tall, about six feet wide, so it's a, like a tall, narrow window, but it looks out over the ocean. Um, you can tell that you're probably in a higher room in this uh, ship. Okay, so um, I'm going to have to make some some adjustments, but I think we can get this solved in maybe a few minutes. Depending on the nature of the magic, I'd like to research it a little bit. Do you want uh, some chocolate drink? I believe I do. Don't drink it. It's poo. It's poo. Don't drink it. This is a goblin trick. It is shit awesome. It's It's like a drink made of chocolate. Like only chocolate? Mostly. I think there's like some goat milk in it. Yes. Okay. Um, okay. Be right back. Gil. Hold on. <laughs> nice cliffhanger. Is, is that <laughs> is that alchemy table like a good one? Uh, you're not there, <laughs> so you don't know. Steal it? <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> that's that's what we need to make like health potions and shit together. 
Okay, so when we were on the rapture ship, um, mm-hmm. Fee and I were taking valuable items. I would like to know which ones I lifted in the process. Uh, so you will receive that information, just not at this exact moment. Mm. Well, it's relevant to right now. Because well, you guys get oh the stuff that you guys got. Okay, well I, I can give you specifically grabbed. Then I can give you a very truncated version of that. Uh, there was a bunch of gems. Uh, there was a bunch of shirts, some pants, some gloves, some arrows. Uh, there was a few magical-looking items. Was I the one who took the gilded dragon skull? Uh, yes. Okay, that's all I need to know. Um. Is there some sort of uh, token exchange, uh, money exchange place? Yeah, you see that there's a counter at the back, and it appears to be a place to get some uh, some chips. Okay. I'm going to stroll up there, and I'm going to be favoring the cane. Okay. Like, as if it were a necessary cane. Um, and you, you, as you stroll up there, uh, there's a lizard folk woman behind the counter, and she just kind of looks at you pleasantly. Hello. I wink at her. (laughs) (laughs) What's your idea with that? As it's going. Um, it's going okay. How can I help you today? What can I get for this? And I slam the dragon skull on the table. Ah, her eyes go wide. Um, well, let me see. And she, like, opens a drawer beneath, uh, the, on her side, and she pulls out this, like, giant... Like, it's like a small spyglass, essentially, but it's like a monocle, and she puts it up to her eye, and she looks, she starts, she starts to go to pick it up. Um, can I pick it up? If you can, it's pretty heavy. <laughs> I'm just she, kidding. like, she hefts it and, like, begins looking at it. Um, Gil, high or low? Hi. Okay, Gil, I need you to, uh, roll a d100, please. Ooh. Ooh. No, I'm good. Uh, uh, that would be 85. Okay, one more high or low? Low. I rolled a natural 20. So she looks at it, she goes, This is worth 85 silver. Oh, I mean, uh, I mean chips. I intend to game with this amount. Yes, I know. 85 silver is the amount in chips that you will receive. Fortunately for you, most of these games are five silver or less. Uh, is there anything I could do to round it up to an even handy? What else have you got? My unstoppable charm. All right, give me persuasion, Gil. <laughs> I can make your dreams come true. <laughs> uh, that is 28. 28. She, like, looks at it, looks at you. Well, normally we only do this for the uh, regulars, the return customers, but I like the cut of your jib. Uh, let's say this. With that amount, we can round it up to a hundred as credit. 
However, if you do not earn the threshold, by the time you leave, you will be forced to pay that amount twice over. Mm. How does that sound? I think I can swing that. Maybe I'll share the winnings with you. In that case... And she holds up a little, like, stamp. Your hand, please. Do you want the top or bottom? Uh, the top, please. I show her the top. She just presses this stamp on. This little, like, ink smudge is on there. <laughs> it's a mouse from Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> <laughs> you mean Chuck E. Cheese? Yeah. yeah <laughs> He's a one. rat, okay? I guess, that's true. He's a rat, think. <laughs> Charles Entertainment Cheese deserves more respect <laughs> than what you just gave him. Uh, All right, uh, I'll be seeing you later. Uh, do you want your chips? Oh, yes, please give me my chips. <laughs> she, like, told, she takes out these, like, crystalline blue chips and starts stacking them. She, she gives you eight of those, and then she takes out, uh, it was 85, correct? Yeah. Or 84? Well, 85, yep. Yep. Uh, uh, she takes out five crystalline green chips, and then she gives you one silver chip that, uh, it has uh, the number 15 on it, or it's got 15 notches on it. Mm-hmm. Here you go. Excellent. Have fun. Thank you, sweetheart. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I'm going to... She uh, raises an eyebrow. <laughs> she wants me. Um, <laughs> I'm going uh. to spend the next at least 10 minutes uh, wandering around the tables trying to understand how the games work and look for ways that I could game the system and either take stuff off the tables or uh, fool people with my poker face and stuff. Okay, so this is how we're going to do this then. It's a little mini skill challenge for you, Gil. Uh, You're going to take 10 minutes and you want to see what sort of, uh, you know, insight into the games you can get. So first and foremost, I need an investigation check. That's an eight. Eight. Okay. So your first go, you're like looking around and like kind of looking at things real closely, getting close to these tables, and you're not finding a ton. From what you can tell, it's pretty bare bones, but there's a lot of eyes. So it's a little hard to get, you know, close enough to get a true investigation going. Okay. However, okay. Go on. However, If you would like, I, I will allow you to do an insight check to see if you can see if there's anybody who's not paying as close of attention. Okay. Um, I don't know if this will do anything either. Um, I'm going to whisper, I need your help here, Ma. I need to really scope these fuckers out. And I'm going to, yeah, uh, if I can, I'll, I'll use insight, but if I can use perception at some point, that'd be cool. Okay, uh, uh, give me high or low. Uh, hi. Uh, Gil, you can have plus one to your perception if you would like to use that instead. Okay, uh, so my roll was nine plus perception is ten, 19 plus one is 20. All right, so 20. Yeah, you're looking around and you see a few of the uh, guys who look like they're not paying as much attention to their to you know their their hoard of chips this the way the games are going some of the patrons here it's a real mixed group um which with that role that will allow you to have advantage on an insight check sick dirty 20 dirty 20 okay. you see one 
broker in particular um, that is manning a game, and he looks real sleepy. And it, a couple of times, you notice some of the patrons have to like, like hit him on the shoulder, like, "Hey, man, we're still playing the game." He's like, oh, "Sorry, sorry, sorry." He starts. He's been nodding off. He looks, yeah, very, very tired. If you were a betting man and you're in the right place for that, that might be your table to at least start out your night if you're trying to get into some mischief and try to do something unsavory at the tables. All right, and you said he's the one dealing? Yep. He's okay. the broker of the game. Um, I am going to... Is there an imbibement table? Uh, there's a bar. Okay, I'm going to... I'm going to go up to the barkeep. <laughs> okay. Can I get two whimsy sours, please? Uh, at the table that you noticed the broker? Yeah. There appear to be three patrons at the table other than him, so four total. All right. Can Oh, can I get five whimsy sours, please? The this like stout human like looks at you. Okay, that will be five silver chips. Sorry. Five green chips. All right. Uh, how many do I have of those? <laughs> you have five. All right. I won't hand them over. He uh, he takes them, looks at them, pops them in his pocket, and begins making whimsy sours for you. After a moment, he slides them down to the end of the bar. Here you go. Sweet. Thank you. And I'm You're <laughs> quite welcome. I'm going to... I'm going to find a place that I can do this uh, sneakily. Um, I'm going to take out a rainbow mushroom. And okay. I'm going to distribute it among all of the drinks except for mine. Okay. Uh, give me sleight of hand. Okay. 15. 15. Okay. Yeah. You feel pretty hidden. You start, you know, sliding these in here. Um, and yeah, they bubble and... and uh, they disperse, and yeah, you think that they're uh, you did a pretty good job. Do you need me to remind you what it does? Yes. Okay. Um, you're considered charmed by every non-hostile creature around you as they take on a pleasant countenance. You're considered frightened by every hostile creature around you as they take on a nightmarish countenance. You have resistance to psychic damage from magical effects and spells. You have disadvantage on all intelligence and wisdom-based checks and saving throws. You have advantage on all charisma-based checks and saving throws. Okay. Uh, and it's pretty diluted. I broke it up quite a bit, so they won't be getting much of a, a dose of it. But I'm okay. going to kind of like push them a little more amiably and uh, susceptible and such. So Okay. I will. All right. So, yeah, are you going to head over to that table now? Yep. Okay. You, you see that they're playing... Uh, a weird game with like a uh, silver ball in the center, uh, and the you can see that the table itself is like almost like like a very shallow funnel, and they appear to be like each of them has has a, a different color uh, orb of some kind and uh, like ball, and uh, they all appear to be like throwing them and trying to get it as close to that silver one in the center as they can but there's a, it's like a navigable maze like path that they're trying to uh, kind of throw their balls through as it's going my dudes they all kind of look up at you hey how's it going hey what's up 
I wanted to scope out this game you're doing, and I brought you some drinks. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. Are you like a... Wait, are you a server? Hell no, man. I'm here to partake. Oh, well, well here. Sit, sit on down, man. Sit on down. Um, uh, yeah. Hey, uh... He starts snapping uh, the, one of the guys sitting there at the uh, broker, and the broker, <laughs> yes, um, yes, uh, one more to the table, he announces, and then they, you are offered a seat. I start passing out drinks to everyone. I know okay. where I come from. It is customary to bring gifts upon first meeting, and my name is Gildebrand Molani, and I'm here oh. to entertain you. Hell yeah, this is this is great. I, I love this. I don't know where you're from, but this is fantastic. Uh, well, I'm Selmos. Uh, this is uh, Lysander. We've got uh, Radnor here. And the broker, like, looks up. <clears throat> you can just refer to me as the broker for the purposes of this game. Um, which uh, color orb would you prefer? And you can see there's a green one, a white one, and a black one. Black, please. All right, he takes it. All right, that will be uh, five uh, chips, please. Slide them Five, over. one silver chips. I will slide whatever he said over. <laughs> uh, you've got, you've got uh, like a, you don't have any more of the single chips. You have the credit chip for 15, and then you've got the uh, chips that each seem to represent 10, the blue ones. Uh, put me down for two, I guess. <laughs> I'm not sure how this works. I'm a total newbie. Oh, I can I can provide change if you wish. I'll give you chips back for whatever your over amount. I thought you said you were broker, not the breaker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> they all just kind of like chuckle. <laughs> oh, he's a funny guy. Funny guy. That's what they call me, funny guy. So will you be giving me... Yeah, break what this this, this ten, please. <laughs> <laughs> he takes it. He hands you five green chips back, uh, and then he hands you the black ball. Okay. Name of the game is a fuller, and if you don't know the rules, you are trying to get to that central silver. You're trying to be the closest there by the end of the round. Now, you can knock other people's away, which is part of the fun of the game. It's not a good way to win friends, but it is a good way to win overall. Now, um, we are currently on the third round. There are five rounds in each. So if you'd like to wait out the next two rounds to see, you absolutely can. Otherwise, you can try your luck in two rounds. All right, I will, I will watch these guys. This guy right here, he seems like he knows what's up. I'm gonna keep an <laughs> eye on you, bud. You gonna show me how to do this? Yeah, I'll show you how to do it. Don't worry. All right, I'm watching. Okay, Nezra, you're still reading your book. Is that a question or a statement? I question. Uh, that's what you're planning on doing, right? Spending the next well, little bit doing that? Well, so I'm procuring mm -hmm. the books. Uh, so uh, last we left off, I was in the history section looking for stuff on Pirate Alley, Shield Seeker, and uh, oh, yes, you are, the you City are Beneath the Waves. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, and so taking a bunch of time, you are able to find information about Pirate Alley and Shield Seeker, though you haven't yet run into anything about the city beneath the waves. Uh, as far as when it comes to Shield Seeker, you know that Shield Seeker is 
a medium-sized port town, and it seems like that's not a surprise at all. It seems like these are a, a lot of these on these islands are, are port towns. Um, it has a curious uh, feature, though, because it was built around an old ancient temple, and this temple has since been turned into sort of the undermarket. This is the word that you keep finding in there. Apparently, this uh, shield seeker has a, a marketplace uh, both above ground and below ground. And the below ground market is like the big draw because it brings in a lot of uh, a lot of the tourists and a lot of the money. And from everything that you're finding, you're you're seeing a lot of references to the undermarket, the former temple, um, but not what is contained within there. But you know, it's if it's worth mentioning. It's got to be something juicy. Um, you also know that it is primarily a uh, tiefling town, um, though that's not to say that there aren't any others, but that's essentially you know that it was established as a, a, a tiefling settlement. Uh, Pirate Alley, you see a lot of accounts, mostly of uh, conflicts that happened there, since it's sort of like a long you know, drive of uh, different, you know, islands and crags and things like that there's no like true boundary there's just like a rough boundary of where it is located and you were already fairly familiar with where that is but you do know that there's a few towns within pirate alley uh, that are just basically like homes of depravity to all of these different pirate folk like if you stop there you're either super rough and ready to fucking tangle with anybody if need be or you are very, very lost. <laughs> You're okay. in the wrong neighborhood. Okay. Um, and uh, the one name that you keep seeing over and over uh, as kind of like the hub inside of Pirate Alley is a uh, is a village called Morklin. That's M-O-R-K-L-E-N. Morklin. Broccoli. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Pirate Alley is uh, essentially like a an amoeba archipelago ar- archipelago <laughs> ah see it's not as easy <laughs> as it sounds uh, <laughs> um, yeah it is essentially like different islands and coastal areas within this like fissure between two larger land masses it's constantly yeah it kind of shifts and shifts. yeah so okay. there's no cool, 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 cool. you know you're getting close but you never know exactly when you're in it right Depending on the conflicts that are going on or the territorial, uh, I guess, grabs, it can yeah, be different exactly. from week to week. Okay. And it's mostly, you know, a mobile place. It's mostly pirates moving through and into there. They tend to stay on their ships. There's a lot of um, conflicts there and a lot of partying. But you do okay. find towards the end of when you're reading about a section on Pirate Alley, uh, it mentions like the biggest bloodbath of all time was called the great pirate massacre. Um, okay. and that is, there's a reference to it. Oh, the GPM. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the GPM. And while there's not a ton of detail in it, there is a notation on that passage that talks about looking up Ildon's brief history of bloody pirate battles. And is that Ildon with an I or a Y with an I? Okay. Is there any mention of the undermarket with any ties to Pirate Alley? 
Uh, you do not see any reference to those two. It's they're pretty disparate sections. So interesting. Uh, okay. You you know that Shield Seeker is pretty far away from uh, Pirate Alley, or at least okay. the general direction of it. Okay, uh, I'm going to take the books that I found information with uh, about Shield Seeker and Pirate Alley. Pile that on top of the potatoes, potatoes, potatoes. And <laughs> I'm going to head on over to the spellbook section now. Okay. Gotcha. Uh, yeah, same thing that I, you know, this is new to you. You step through the portcullis and instantly you feel like this like electrical static energy kind of, uh, you know, moving off of you and three books appear in the air in front of you before you can even take more than a step. And you hear... What are you seeking? Oh, uh, he- hello? Do I see anybody? Nope. It's just a voice in your head. Just and a disembodied voice. Yep. Interesting. Uh, hi. I'm I'm Nezra. Uh, hello, do, Nezra. Do you have a name? I do. Melikar. Well, it's nice to meet you, Melikar. It's um, nice to meet you as well, Nezra. <laughs> I I'm trying to find uh spell books particularly having to do with severing ties with magical entities. Hmm. Your access indicates a lower tier. So I do not know if I have the appropriate sources for you. However, if you were to raise the tier of your access, you could, in fact, find several resources that would allow that. At the moment, there is nothing in your current arsenal. Would you perhaps prefer a lower tier of a different magic school? It's possible, but could I inquire as to how one would go about raising their access? The best that I could suggest is finding a way of getting the bookkeeper to raise your access level, or finding some other method of gaining strength in your aura. Okay, so I could talk to Thornley, and he could grant me wider access? It is possible, though not necessarily something that will happen. Uh, well, while I'm here, I guess I can circle back and talk to Thornley, but I've already made the trip. Uh, do you have any abjuration spellbooks? Yes. Were you looking for anything in particular, or just lower-tier abjuration? Um, anything that could act as, uh, kind of a protective spell. One moment, and you watch as the books start flying around. Give me one second here. You see, like, a few books fly in front of you. We have a few available, though I do not know if you currently have access to these spells. The first is Mage Armor. The second is Shield of Faith. The third is Blade Ward. Are any of those what you are seeking? I must admit, my arsenal of books 
is quite small at the moment. That's understandable, and that's okay. Um, I think for now, I'll circle back and speak with Thornley and see about getting my access level raised. Excellent. Take care, Nezra. Thanks, Melikar. You just gonna turn around and leave? Yeah. Okay. All right. Fee. Yeah. Okay, you were doing some real hardcore investigation. I need high or low, Fee. Let's do high. Okay, Fee. I'm going to roll a d6. That is a one. Fee. You start gleaning a bunch of information through your skimming and with with uh, with uh, Crumb's help and spending a little bit of time, you know, doing all this stuff. Now, you learn a little bit more about the Feywild. And in fact, you'll have a plus one to recalling any history that pertains to the Feywild. Mm. So you can go ahead and add that uh, if you want as a note. So when mm-hmm. you're doing a history check... Concerning the Feywild, you'll have a plus one uh, in addition to whatever your history role is. Okay. okay. Is there anything you would like to do in this time, Fee? Um, aside from that, um, I think, yeah, I may, she might start to read over that spell book. Um, okay. You yeah. spent some time learning that spell? I think we're... Is there anything from what she read that, like, jogs her memory or um, that stands no, n- out? Nothing at the moment is jogging, uh, like, Fee's memory. It's, it's like, l- relearning some really old trivia almost at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, but you think that if you were to spend even more time reading, this could possibly change. Oh, okay. Um... Well, in that case, yeah, I mean, I think Fee is kind of like, she's been distracted, but her number one thing is she just wants to figure out what the fuck is going on, who she is, like, more about Eladrin themselves, because they're kind of secretive, and she is kind of pretty sure she's an Eladrin. So, um, yeah, I think she'd keep reading, probably, and just kind of get, like, sucked in, just, like, feverishly like flipping through all the pages, hoping for something. Okay, as you're looking, uh, as you're looking through the pages, you hear Thornley. Would you like to check out that book? <laughs> you can take it with you if you check it out. Uh, he's that guy from Barnes and Noble. <laughs> <laughs> It'll. She's holding up one finger for a second as she finishes the page, and then she's like, "Um, uh, check check it out. I can take it." Yes, you just must bring it back. Well, of course. Yeah, that that makes sense. Um, yeah, I'd love that. That's great. All right. Do you have a library card? Um, no, I've never been in this library before. Would you like a library card? I would love a library card. Are you kidding me? No. Well, come closer. Let's set you up with a library card. Are you going to (laughs) poke me again? (laughs) No, I just needed the one, and he holds up uh, the needle. This is actually how we will make your library card. With blood? Yes, it's oh. almost done, in fact. I had a feeling you guys would like a library card. I, I've never heard of library cards out of blood, but, um, cool. Okay. Yes. All right. Well, one moment. Okay. And he's like, he's like staring right at you awkwardly. 
<laughs> and then you feet <laughs> like kind of like shuffling her feet, like kind of kicking the ground, and, like trying to look away. And then she looks back up, and then she's like, <laughs> and then you hear a ding, and suddenly you feel a searing pain on your palm. I thought feet. you said it wouldn't hurt. <laughs> yeah, just a moment, just a moment, and it. After a second, it fades. But as you look at your palm, Fee, you see that there is a symbol of a book etched into it. Is this here forever now? Uh, until you want it removed, I suppose. Oh, okay. I mean, I, I don't hate it. It's okay. like a yeah, tiny little book symbol. Well, thank you. This, this is great. This is great information. Thank you for uh, allowing us in the library. Yes, no problem. Now you can take as many books as you want out of the library. And the plus side, if you forget to return it, I can recall anything you've taken out of here and bring it back, no matter where. Okay, that's pretty cool. Yes, it used to not work like that, but uh, then people just kept not returning the books and I had to do something, you see. Did you come up with this whole library system? Uh, what do you mean? I mean, the, the blood library cards, that's crazy. You can recall no, where the books are. No, that was Lizard's idea. That was not... Who's I Lizard? wish I had thought of that. Lizard? Uh, Lizard's my... Uh, uh, one of my assistants, sort of. Sort of like a, a co-librarian bookkeeper. Um, yes. Huh. I, I might want to pick his brain, because this is a pretty cool library. Well, that's definitely something you could do. I own the library. In fact, I own the entire ship. Really? Yes. But I'm not much of a captain, so I needed to uh, bring one aboard. Sure. How do you find Kavros? Oh, it's a long and storied tale involving flying krakens, but that's a tale for another time. It is. Are you, are you, yes. Are you are you sure? Because that sounds pretty cool. Yes. Well, it's uh, getting close to breakfast, so perhaps uh-huh. would you like to join me for breakfast, and I'll tell you all about it. Yeah. Um. I, I suppose I could. Okay. Maybe well, if we follow me, we just Rassel! might need to get the group <laughs> together. <laughs> and, and group. <laughs> you see, like this, like very large creature like peek out from the bookshelves and it looks to be a troll and he just looks out uh, what do you want watch the library I'm going to breakfast <laughs> <laughs> that's rough okay and this troll just like stomps over and sits down into the tiny chair at the desk thanks Have Russell fun at breakfast <laughs> can Yes. <laughs> you have you have been in this chamber, this study, and uh, Lizard comes back with two steaming mugs of something that smells definitely like chocolate. Here you go. Thank you. That smells great. Yeah, it tastes great, too. It's so good. <laughs> I drink it. It's delicious. Oh, my God. Right? It's so good. It's so good. Oh, man. Um, anyway, so I'm going to set this book here on my little table. Now, this is an experimental thing, so just be careful. But it's uh, it should be pretty cool. So do you like flashing lights and stuff? Yeah. Oh, you're going to love this guy then. And he sets the 
big tome onto this table that has like a bunch of arcane symbols all over it. All right. You want to help me cast a spell? Oh my gosh. How do I do that? Okay. And he like picks up this bag. Here's some bone dust. He puts it in your palm. Don't drop it yet. Gross. And then I need a drop of salt water. And he takes a little like eyedropper out and he puts it right on the table. Um, Do you have anything metal on you? Yeah, I have some coins. Okay, uh, do you have any non-currency metal? Uh... If you don't, that's okay, I've got some. And he, like, goes and he, like, starts fishing in a drawer and he has, like, there's just a bunch of odds and ends and he takes what looks like a washer or something and he sets it on there. All right, now, I need you to say these words and then you're gonna throw the bone dust in the air above the altar. Okay? Okay. Are you ready? Yeah, say it slow though. Okay. Kalu. Kalu. <laughs> Kali. Kali. Papa rapa tapa tap. Papa rapa tapa tap. Alright, throw it. Throw the bone dust. <laughs> and you throw the bone dust, and immediately the table <laughs> lights up, and the book begins to float above the altar in the air, opening up, and you can see brilliant golden-colored script appearing as the pages turn themselves. And suddenly there's a bright flash, and then there's another figure in the room with you. And that's where we're going to end for the night. Oh, oh shit. Russell? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, Russell, uh, Gildebrand was looking for you. <laughs> Where's your smut? <laughs> All right. Now it's time for tonight's MVPC. The most valuable player character. I want to know who you think deserves an additional 1D10 of DM inspiration. Now, for those of you listening and for those of you at home, Nez is one, Gil is two, Fee is three, and Can is four. On the count of three, I'll have you guys hold up the number of fingers corresponding to the person you believe should become the MVPC. Now, I'll give you a moment to decide, and then we will vote. Does everybody know who they're voting for? Okay, one, two, three, vote. Okay, we've got two votes for Cannon, two votes for Gil. Fee, sorry, Nez, why'd you vote for Gil? Uh, he discovered a speakeasy in the library <laughs> because, of course, Gil did. And uh, just, yeah, shenanigans going through the, the Amsterdam of libraries here. <laughs> All right, excellent. Can, why did you vote for Gil? Because I choose chaos. <laughs> and I choose party drugs. <laughs> and I choose uh, being on the hunt for smut and finding some wild gambling party. <laughs> the hunt for smut, episode title. <laughs> <laughs> excellent. Uh, fee, or sorry, Gil, why did you vote for Can? It's really hard because each of them was hunting for valuable information that will push the story forward. Um, but I liked Can uh, trying to resolve the the communication with everyone situation because that will be immensely important to mm-hmm. every interaction that we have. 
Um, Is that what that book did? I super forgot. That's the spell they were trying to cast and figure out, like being able to understand the rapport shroom thing. Uh, 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 Um, But yeah, I just like rapport spore. (laughs) uh, Can's interaction with the librarian and uh, the goblin guy too. So excellent. Fee, why'd you vote for Can? Um, she made a really good friend and that friend has an alchemy table that she probably <laughs> will need very soon. <laughs> so hopefully, yeah, I don't know that, but that's great. That's, that's like exactly what we need. That kind of person with that table. Yeah. Excellent. I want to vote lizard. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Tonight's MVPCs are Gildebrand Milani and Kanaganga. Each of you gets a D6 and put it in your bag of tricks. Burn my bag of tricks. tricks. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Bring it on down to bag of tricks. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, that is it for tonight, folks. Thanks for listening. Thanks to Adrian Von Ziegler for that beautiful background music. Thanks to all of you listeners. If you like what you hear, head on over to Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcasts and leave us a review. If you leave us a review, we will read it on the podcast. No matter what it says, no matter how raunchy or sexy or horny it gets, we'll read it. Also, consider leaving us a five-star <laughs> review. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, that would absolutely help us bump us up in the algorithm and help us fight off all those other podcasts that are trying to take our turf. Speaking of turf, if you want to have your own little slice of D20 Syndicate, head on over to patreon.com slash D20 underscore syndicate and consider becoming a patron. Consider making us warlocks. We've got a bunch of cool tiers. We've got behind the scenes content we've got bonus content we've got the ability to make an npc we've got all sorts of cool jazz and bullshit so head on over to patreon and see if there's anything that trips your crossbow also we have a discord and it is free that's right and in the episode description you can find the link come hang out with us and our gallons of fans Everybody said looked at me at once. If we were to liquefy our fans, they would fit into at least a tub. Yeah. It's pretty neat. Uh there's a you know, it's it won't taste good, but it'll be there. Um not that we're drinking them right now. Join our Patreon join our Discord so we can you. Join our slurry in the Discord. Um other, well, no, uh, we've also got merch. Head on over to T Public, the D20 Syndicate page, and see if there's a shirt or perhaps a pair of delicious Crocs that you would like to sport with our uh, faces on them. Uh, all of our merch is uh, 100% organic in that we <laughs> made it ourselves or curated it ourselves, uh, but no, you don't eat it. Um, and it's not, it's also made from a bunch of different, you know, materials. So it's not like technically organic, but it's organic in our hearts. Why is Crocs the default bullshit item that you guys always try to push? <laughs> um, why not? Crocs are dope if you like things that are bad. No, 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 no. But uh, it's something that we specifically don't have, but you're always like Crocs. I'm trying to get like, Crocs to, you know, instead of like, I don't know, like wall flag or, you know, rims. Mm-hmm. Mug or yeah. something else yeah. that we don't have, but it's always Crocs. Yeah. yeah. 
because people want Crocs, Billy. Chill. God. <laughs> Haven't you Sorry. heard Other the song? That, that I'll is, go back to my court. There's a Croc. There's a Croc. Crocodile Rock. That is it for tonight, folks. <laughs> Thanks for listening. I am your host and DM, Seth, and this is the D20 Syndicate Podcast, where we go on adventures so you don't have to. Bye! Farewell. Bye. Later. Fucking Barbie. <laughs> I always call him Barbie Carnival. Um, <laughs> Bobby Carnival. Yeah. <laughs> that guy That guy terrifies me. I don't know if you guys have watched uh, Boardwalk Empire, Mm-mm. but he, that was my introduction to oh. Bobby Carnival. Is he the guy with the really low voice? Yeah, he's had deep voice. And then, then he does yeah. like the talks kind of like this and very short. Wow, that's yeah. incredibly accurate. He, well, he's not going to scare you in this because he comes off as just a bitch ass oaf. Like, just a that's dope. wild. That's wild to me. He also like, wasn't. Or maybe that's just me. He was also not threatening in uh, Nine Perfect Strangers. He was kind of which nice I in that. oh I god. I can't remember all the stuff I've seen him. In. Oh, like was a, Nine Perfect Strangers like the drug bag. one? Oh my god, I actually loved that. And it- mm. he's he's the. Uh, He's the stepdad or whatever in yeah. the Ant Man movies. Uh, he's, oh, yeah. he's good. Yeah, he's nice. He's I good. Like dude. Fuck that. That's that's so wild to me because the first thing I saw him in was Boardwalk Empire. Yeah, and he's a fucking lunatic. Yeah, he's a psycho. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like he sure uh, is. He's a menace. <laughs> <laughs> but he's well, he so plays good. a wealthy dad in this, and wealthy dads always like oh, give sure. me like this like. Yeah. feeling yeah. like what like, a fucking y- loser club dad. <laughs> winning at life what a loser <laughs> yeah i don't know why i just want like and just give me someone like a, with some problems or something like I he's gonna know. go hang out in his boathouse and mm-hmm. a really damaged <laughs> old man bridge person he's got the the sweater with the arms crossed the front that he's wearing on his back he wears a lot. Yeah, the, they wear a lot of cream in that show. We were noticing that. And <laughs> is it not, is it there was something yeah, to we it. thought it was symbology. <laughs> What's symbology? Symbology. Symbologist Robert Langdon. <laughs> we kept uh, looking for all the symbolism in it. And yeah. uh, does it don't. take place on the East Coast? Yeah. Uh, yeah, New Jersey. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that makes sense then. Yeah, yeah. I was cream. I was getting a lot of that from just the footage that I saw, and I was in if it's got Bobby, if it's got Barbie yeah. Carnival. <laughs> <laughs> I kept he's seeing like, maybe I'll remember Mr. his New name Jersey. now. I like him; he's very good in everything he's in. He, he, he's he fantastic. Is. Barbie Carnival <laughs> seems Barbie a lot Carnival. cooler in like everything else. Yeah, <laughs> I kept uh, seeing the clip where the, the lady <laughs> and Richard Kind were chastising him about the arugula growing on his side of the fence. You talking about <laughs> character actress Margot Martindale? Yes. Margot Martindale. The chick I always confuse for what's her name? Ann Dowd. Yes, Ann Dowd. The one from uh, the uh, Handmaid's Tale. The Leftovers? Uh, from, yeah, yeah, that too. Yep. Who's and Hereditary. In Handmaid's Tale? And Hereditary.
aunt is the, the aunt Lydia. Uh, I always confuse her for Margot Martindale. See, and I know her from Leftovers. They could be sisters. Leftovers and Handmaid's Tale. <laughs> if you say both of those, then I figure out it's that lady. One's more Southern. I love Get Leftovers. Get out of my fence. <laughs> we all, leftovers Sam so and I always go, good. Kevin, from the Leftovers. <laughs> yeah. Kevin. All right, oh, well, man. should we uh, play D&D? Maybe. We uh, could talk sure, more about sure, sure, Kevin. Sure. sure. <laughs> you guys are on that coast. Never seen. I don't, I don't have Barbie Carnival money. I can't be making these trips all the time. <laughs> what am I, Barbie Carnival? Come on. Um, Barbies don't grow on carnivals, you know. On. <laughs> oh man! Just imagining a Ferris wheel of Barbies. <laughs> Uh, terrifying. Yeah, or they're awesome just... for the right person, like a, like a like a six year old girl just a stumbling girl. upon yeah. it, like in the yeah. woods, and it's like lit up. There's no kids there. The Barbies curated, directed by Tim Burton. They're not moving. Like they're just frozen in their places. There's like a merry-go-round with them on it. They're like. <laughs> They're like yeah, burn hairs chopped. It's the Sid. <laughs> it's the Sid from Toy Stories version. It's just like, what the f oh no. Yeah, Barbie brought, brought to you. <laughs> Barbie Carter. <laughs> this summer brought to you from the glorious twisted mind of Tim Burton. Barbie, Barbie Carnival, Carnival in the woods. In the woods. Yeah, Barbie in Carnival is colon. In the woods, <laughs> implying a sequel. I imagine right. the end of it is like the Barbie commercial where it's pink. <laughs> it's just a bunch of little girls like having the yeah. best time of their fucking lives. The word Barbie like bleeds. Same <laughs> summer. It's a great time to be a girl. <laughs> Barbie. Oh my god. Oh, have Shania my Twain. Let's go, girls. It's just detuned. But it, yeah, detuned. Oh, yeah, they do the creepy version of the famous pop Man, song. I feel like a woman. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a super startled. weird like Billy Eilish, but it's produced by yeah, yeah. Uh, Atticus Finch and Trent Reznor. Yeah, it's, and then it, it like cuts right after the the all the taglines everything like that right you know that like uh epilogue clip that they usually do in a trailer and it's shaving ken and he's strapped to a chair and it's, <laughs> he's like, what, what are you doing and then she flips out a switchblade you are shaving ken and then you're ah! and then <laughs> i want to play a game <laughs> okay uh, so right. we're giving more good ideas um <laughs> henry cavill would play shaving ken oh for sure 100 percent. yeah i can picture him in that striped like cut off hoodie yep. that shaving ken wears and the jorts absolutely <laughs> i'm on board absolutely Ooh, henry or... can you please commit to this call us. is it is it too is it too like typecasting to to want zach efron he, I think he's he got to be one of the Kens. Ken. Yeah, they can he used to be multiple. blonde Ken. Yeah, he oh, should have been make blonde Zac Ken Efron and not Ryan Ken. Gosling for some reason. Yeah, yeah. And I don't Jennifer know why they Coolidge went. is the original Barbie. <laughs> <laughs> she's the she's hey, the Barbie boy. Mancer that has been summoning the demons <laughs> into the Barbies. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> can we please 
basically I a Barbie just can't campaign. Help but summon the evil dead. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I oh, want... she's it. She's in the watcher. She's fucking hilarious. She's always she hilarious. Yeah. She is. She, yeah, she dude. Is. She's Have in you the... seen Legally Blonde? She's in the uh, <laughs> second season of White Lotus. I saw that. Has that started yet? Tomorrow. Tomorrow yeah. Okay. Oh, I'm excited. Ooh. Yeah. Good. I, I was like, I'm, I was campaign. super glad they brought her back. And I want there to just be like loose rules from the Barbie universe <laughs> <laughs> that are like calmly accepted by you know. <laughs> Kids. I'm on board. And the then, BCU. you know, D and D rules also, <laughs> but it takes place in Barbie times, <laughs> which for me is the '90s. Yeah, Barbie yeah, times, of course. Okay. Um. No. no oh yeah. No. no. What is it? I already forgot. Margaret Martindale mm. and Ann Dowd. Wink Martindale. It's I, I, Margo Martindale, <laughs> god damn it. <laughs> is she related to Wink Martindale? <laughs> I hope so. What how, the fuck I would a Wink Martindale? Yeah, how did watch, you uh, know all these people? It wasn't, it wasn't Supermarket Sweep, it was the other one. The oh. one where they were in the shopping mall. What? Yeah. Huh? It was a game show. Oh, he was a, he, yeah, he was a daytime game show host. Yep. Wink Martindale. How do you Supermarket remember these names? Be because his name is Wink Martindale. How do you not remember that name? <laughs> because there's so many fucking names. How many Wink Martindales do you know? <laughs> well, at least five. Campaign. No, I mean, I just I don't remember or a names. Or d campaign. <laughs> Unless I have to. Like, if, like, my life and their lives depend on it, then I don't remember. Like, I just can't. Like, just... Just pretend your life always depends on it. God, I'm already so anxious. <laughs> People meet me and I'm just sweating. What's your name? <laughs> what God, what it, is your fucking name? <laughs> if my life depended on irrelevant <laughs> trivia, I would be so safe. <laughs> oh, God, I would be insta-dead. It's just like Saw and there's like a razor blade. Like, not a razor Unless blade, but a spinning rotary blade coming up to me. And it's I, the uh, murder trivia <laughs> party or whatever trivia murder party yeah, yeah. the only way i would do well in that circumstance is if they're like sing all the words to baby beluga and i'm like oh fuck i got this you said i caught this so are you <laughs> no, sure I you would get this. I was and they're like sorry emphatic. that's not english <laughs> that's not english you're like the super confident person on wheel of fortune and you go to solve the puzzle and you say the instead of a or something mm. like that and yeah. it's just like oh no interview with the vampire let's do this come on <laughs> that's the correct answer oh yeah it is see i'd die exactly yeah. thinking it was the other I every time even get somebody that says close. interview with a vampire i die a little inside wheel yeah. of misfortune you die if you lose Ooh. With what your if... host, Barbie Carnival. <laughs> Wink <And> Carbondale. <laughs> you know what would be better? Wink Carbondale. In a saucer. Carbondale is just the skeleton from the Craig Ferguson show. He's definitely a skeleton now. <laughs> yeah. That dude was dust back then. The I think. Now, now I gotta check. He's just old as shit, but still like. Still kicking. Looks like a Ritz cracker. <laughs> 